Welcome to the podcast that no one asked for. The one where your favorite characters from your favorite fandoms get wet, wild, and weird. Where erotic fan fiction helps pop culture pop a boner, and we all get to laugh about it. I'm Allie LaFevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And And this this is Fangasm. Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Lindsay. I'm Allie. I'm Danny. (laughs) And it's Thanksgiving week. Oh. Yes. And this is Fangasm. (laughs) And Thanksgiving week. I said welcome back, so we got it. You just pick up on it, and it's Thanksgiving week. Um, We are so excited to be recording before we don't see our families and and eat eat, uh, Stouffer's microwave meals. In isolation. In In isolation. But the spirit of the holiday is not lost on us. That's true. And so we just wanted to kick off this episode with gratitude Mm -hmm. for all of you and just say that, you know, in a year that was tough for so many, it was wonderful to have this amazing community to be part of. And so thank you. Yeah. Thank you for, um, Allie, will you share your joke for what we should have called us coming back to, (sighs) I guess the, the setup for me is, Thank you guys for, you know, being along for the ride when we said, when we closed down shop and then we opened shop back up and everybody's just picked right back up and been so fun and so great. So yeah, thank you. Yeah. And it was a real miss for us. So gratitude (laughs) for letting us make this joke a season later, but we should have called the return of Fangasm the res erection. So good. (sighs) I'll never forgive myself or any of you for letting us slip on that one. That'll be our new Easter Sunday fanfic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The resurrection season. (laughs) Should we do like a Jesus and the Easter bunny? (laughs) No, no. A big day for everyone. (laughs) Kidding. I'm Jewish, but I'm not taking any risks, you guys. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) I don't want to piss anybody off. And I'm mostly worried about the Easter bunny. I need to stay in his, that guy's good graces. (laughs) I do have a question for you too. I find this so interesting, what every family makes for Thanksgiving, like what, what is one item either that's your favorite or that you think is unique to your family? Like, is there a thing you guys have Mm. as a side or a something? Yeah. We always make a poppy seed cake for dessert. Mm, That sounds so good. Which is like kind of random, but we will do a pie. It is random. My aunt Lisa always home makes a poppy seed cake and like my family goes bonkers over it. That's like the hit. Is it like have like a nice a glaze over it? Yeah, it's the whole thing. It's like a bunt. Yeah, it's like in a obviously like a poppy seed cake is like a circle. It's got the hole in the center. Yeah. And yeah, my family goes wild for it's it. It's a bunt. Like I like big bunts. <laughs> yeah, like that. It is a bunt cake. That's what those are that form is called. Yeah. And there's this bunt cake shop here that's called Nothing Bunt Cakes. Oh, that's everywhere. That's a national chain, oh, baby. Is it good? Each cake from every location is amazing. Caleb says he loves them. We are actively <laughs> looking to get sponsored by Nothing But Cake. Um, use code Splooge yeah. or depending on what word you're in. And uh, it is moist. It is creamy. I know. I hear that they're amazing. That's, yeah. I think it's near the home goods that I go to. And I always wonder- who goes in there? I've never been in there. Like, I was wondering, like, do they have good products? So after that glowing review. If you're a poppy seed cake family, then you should be. I know. Yeah. 
I know that there's a mall in Birmingham, Alabama, because I have been there before, where next to a nothing but cakes is everything but water, which is a <laughs> bathing suit store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think they, like, are part of the same chain, you know, like an Arby's and a Wendy's, but it was the perfect location. <laughs> yeah, so. you're, you're not going to go from a bunt cake to a bikini. That's not the oh, natural man. order of things. Well, they do have mini bunt cakes, so it oh, depends okay. how... How far are you away? There you go. Danny, did you also study abroad in um, Birmingham, Alabama? In Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> well, no. When Danny says he studied abroad, he said, I'm from. Oh, I'm from. Or, yeah. I used to, or like, I'm I used from to live Singapore. there. You said I used to live when I lived in Singapore. Mm-hmm. I guess that's living, though. I paid rent. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lindsay, can you say what your family makes and then follow that with a dramatic reading of a poem you've written? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My weird thing we make. I don't think it's that weird because it's just like a vegetable, but it's my favorite thing is peas, but not from a can. It's like bird's eye frozen peas and then you boil them. So they're like bright green and and then you put gravy on them. Gravy on peas is like of my plate. Mm. That's where I'm focusing most of my time. Isn't that so weird? Wow. Wait, is there anything on the peas? Like butter, salt, anything? I mean, they're like – after you boil them and you drain them, you put butter and salt, sometimes little like bits of onion, but like mostly just – Peas. Because we weren't a green bean casserole family. Mm-mm-mm. We don't that's like the green item that's on the plate. <laughs> the <laughs> the singular green item. <laughs> um, and my dramatic reading was I was an edible and a half deep, and I wrote wet ass poultry for Thanksgiving <laughs> instead of so WAP. My WAP is and I just I put it in my Twitter drafts, which and Allie and I call these high ideas. Um, and I just said, trademark. I just said, bring, (laughs) bring a gravy in a boat for this wet ass poultry. And then someone was like, you got to build that out. So I built it out too. I said, certified beak Thursday (laughs) next week. Cause I wrote this last week. Wet ass poultry, make that palate game weak. Woo. Yeah. (laughs) With some wet ass poultry, bring a gravy in a boat for this wet ass poultry make it pool just like a moat for this wet ass poultry yes there's never yes. been a whiter version of woo yeah make it pool just like a woo that was my favorite part the sound effects in between <laughs> it's cuz i think i copied and pasted the actual lyrics to like change them like we yeah. do and so the woos and the yas were in there and i panicked and i read them woo yeah, yeah. <laughs> woo yeah excellent well, we hope you all had just dripping wet ass poultry uh <laughs> if you're celebrating and if you're international this has probably been a big a big question of what is happening so thank you for, <laughs> thank you for letting the u.s centricity of this call really take over yeah actually this whole podcast between the election danny do you have a food item i don't i get this from boston market the uh, mashed potatoes with marshmallows in it. Oh, oh, like sweet potatoes? Sweet mashed potatoes, yeah. Okay, like sweet potato casserole sort of. With marshmallows is my favorite. Yeah, mm. I like anything that put marshmallows in it. Mm. So cereal, <laughs> sides, if it's dessert and it's dinner, I'm in. Do you guys usually do Boston Market? No, we're doing an Italian lunch on Thanksgiving Ooh. with my family. And then I think we're doing a more traditional. And Blaze <laughs> Yeah. We're doing yeah. a pasta bake. We don't have we don't have Thanksgiving <laughs> traditions per se, but if there's a food out that I like, it's the sweet mashed potatoes. Oh, I love that. Like a little crispy on it. Yeah. We also on Thanksgiving generally we'll draw names for our Christmas gift. We all pick someone for our Oh, that's fun. We've done Yiki swaps in the past or like white elephants, et cetera. But now we just pick someone's name and it's a surprise and a big reveal on Christmas. So we usually pick Do you mean then. Secret Santa? I couldn't think of the Is name. The words you- <laughs> so thank you. 
we I was do like, this you thing and they all Santa, they all Rudolph reach around, if you will. <laughs> I was like, why is she beating around I the could bush? Not think of what it was called for the fucking life of me. I was like, uh, this thing where you pick someone and then you reveal it. Uh, oh, elf on the twelfth. So uh, <laughs> the Rudolph reach around. <laughs> oh, that's the really old funny. snowman surprise, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, we call it the Mary Did You Know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this is great. So I think, oh, the, the other funny thing that happened today when this new episode came out that someone DM'd us. And it was so funny that when Apple alerted you, like, and thank you for subscribing to this person, you know who you are, uh, that it said, because the episode was called A New Hole, right, this mm-hmm. week? Yeah. And it said, A New Hole is Available, which <laughs> that itself could have just been the title for the whole thing for last week because we, uh, had, we had holes on holes. Should we, should we take that to the blowdown? For those yeah, who wondering why was it called a new hole, which is one of my favorite episode titles that we've come up with. It was just so simple and perfect. Yeah, elegant. It was very <laughs> elegant. Sexual, Star Wars-y. It made sense to the plot. Those are Refined. a of a great fangasm episode <laughs> title. <laughs> we do the checklist before yeah. we place it into the system. Yeah. We run it through the assessment. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the blowdown was basically just blowing down. They were just hooking up the whole time, right? Plot-wise? Yeah, I think it was a blowjob followed by prepping for anal. There was face fucking in there too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I I was so proud of myself during the episode. I said, oh, we should call it force fucked. And the girls reminded me that out of context, that is does not sound consensual. So (laughs) that ain't good. Appreciate it for a minute and then move on Mm -hmm. to the next Mm -hmm. one. You know, running a sex story about Star Wars where the force is a big thing. When you're a consent-heavy podcast, it's a tough pun anytime we use it. I know. But we will persist. We'll try. We'll find it. Yeah, we'll find a way. I feel good. Love always finds a way. And I think it ended with the tip, the tip of the ship. <laughs> I was taking a dip. It was in the needy <laughs> hole. So I think we're ready to go. <laughs> a new hole is available. All right, let's do it. Finally, Han gave him what he wanted, his member. He pulled his fingers out of him one by one and gripped his hips tightly, holding him in place. He lined his member with his waiting hole, and Luke's eyes fluttered shut in anticipation. He was spent and exhausted. He didn't know how long he was going to last, and yet he was still so desperate for him. He groaned as he felt the head of his cock breach his entrance. He felt tears well up in his eyes again. He squeezed them shut as he mewled his name. It felt so unbelievably good. We have a, uh, we've got a traitor pulling into deck six. Uh, we've got a new, <laughs> we're detecting an alien invasion. Allie, I feel like you, you did a good Han. I feel like you should be, you did like oh, a wow. gruff. Okay. Shit. You do it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Han cursed, digging his fingers into the skin of his hips as he felt Luke clench around him. So fucking tight. So fucking good. You. This is a very mad eye moody. It is. Like, and I like it. It's it inspired. It's really good. Thank you. He continued thrusting into him harder. Luke swallowed him up so greedily, wanting every inch of him inside him. His thrusts were deep and slow. Both of them were so tired, but fuck, they needed this. They needed each other desperately. I cannot believe you didn't insert the gobble me, swallow me. 
into that line, given that this is a Thanksgiving episode release. Wait, into my song or this? Into this. Luke swallowed him up. Oh, Luke gobbled him, swallowed him, dripped down his <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm sweating with embarrassment still from the woo and the yeah. Like I can't stop thinking about it. <sighs> okay. Han, he yelled, hit after hit against his prostate was taking its toll on him. Han's lips crashed against him. Their kiss was just as sloppy as his thrusts were becoming, uneven and passionate. Han's hand gave Luke's cock a few strokes, timing them with his thrusts in and out of him, his other hand moving to his throat, gripping it tightly as he fucked him. Luke moaned loudly as breathing became a bit harder. He loved the feeling. He was so close, and this overstimming wasn't helping him at all. He sobbed against Han's lips. He was so, so close. He arched himself up against the leather seat, fucking himself. Leather seat? I thought they were in the sand. Wait, what? Oh, they're in the pilot. Remember they're um wait, weren't they? <gasps> yeah, they're in the ship. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, because we said that that's how they fly all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Each other's we were gonna okay. call the last episode Ho Pilot. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Right. He arched himself up against the leather seat, fucking himself onto Han. Wait, I just got I just lost if it's Han or Han. It's Han. Han. <laughs> just blacked out. Han. Han just felt really like presumptuous just then for some I, reason. I was calling him Hans for like the first episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he fucking himself onto Han's cock, getting him deeper and deeper inside of him. Han, I'm so close. He pulled away from his lips, whispering to him needily. He needed him. Please. Ah, can't. Oh, gosh. He couldn't speak anymore. Pleasure had consumed him. <laughs> Being like not seductive at all. Please. Ah, bang, whiz. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> bah, pow. <laughs> he couldn't speak anymore. <laughs> I feel like there's a whole stormtrooper infantry that's <laughs> advanced on this sex scene right now. <laughs> oh, pleasure had consumed him. Han continued gripping his throat as he thrust harder inside him, praising him as he did so. Han! Luke yelled through moans, working up the courage to ask him what he wanted to, what he was a bit nervous to. The abrupt sound caught Han's attention, and he looked at him intently as he waited for Luke to say whatever he needed to. Spit in my mouth, Luke asked shyly. Han couldn't believe someone could look so adorable while saying something so filthy. His eyes were wide as he waited anxiously. The words came right out of left field and it hit him like a sucker punch. Huh? Han asked, <laughs> dazed but not mad. He couldn't believe what he just heard. Luke was forced to repeat himself. Spit in my mouth, please. Speaking much softer this time. Spit in my mouth, please. As if in a way to not hear himself say it. It was embarrassing asking for things like that, even if he knew better than to be embarrassed. He was like so thirsty. He's like, please, please. <laughs> yeah. Just some saliva. No, what if it's not sexual and he's just like, this is what we do on Tatooine when we're low on water. Like it's a family thing. <laughs> Fuck, you're hot. And Luke was so happy and relieved he reacted that way. Han opened his mouth and let his spit fall onto his tongue. Luke swallowed it all happily, moaning as he did so. Han stroked him quicker now, his thumb pressing against the underside of his cock. Come on, honey. Come on. Almost there. <laughs> he cooed against his neck, sloppily moving down to kiss his tender skin. Han's hand gripped at his throat as they were both nearing their end, which made Luke wither away beneath him, moaning as he became increasingly more difficult to breathe the harder Han held him. These are like tongue twisters. Yeah. The harder Han held him, his hand. He loved getting gripped like that, manhandled like that. Han handled. Han handled. That's what. The- <laughs> yeah. I can't get over the spitting in 
the mouth part. Yeah. I've never asked for that or I've never been asked for that. And well, certainly not COVID appropriate. It's making me a little gaggy. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's always like I've only seen it in the context of like what bullies do. Yeah. Like when they're like being mean to someone. They like pin you down and like do a um yeah. what's it called when they're like, oh God, what movie is it where they're holding oh, it was the scene That's early. No, no, no. It's a scene in the office where Michael and Dwight are fighting Shocking. at the dojo. <laughs> and Michael pins Dwight down and he's like trying to spit. You can just cut this whole fucking part. <laughs> Never mind. I don't know. 11, I'm tired 12, of even telling this minute, story. 48. <laughs> you lost steam. I did. I was like, this is so long. Uh, you know, every Death Star has a stormtrooper, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm. I feel like it's probably just like, how many fluids can we get in on this? And so here's one more. I think it's also Luke, he likes being a submissive, right? Yeah. So I'm sure that's also a part of it that's like dominate me. Like I think that's dominate, gobble me. (laughs) (laughs) Dominate, subjugate. Spit drop. (laughs) Yeah, spit down inside of me. Um, Luke gasped, shaking as he finally came. His orgasm was explosive. Pleasure radiated through his entire body. He groaned over and over again as Han fucked him through his orgasm. His cum spilled all over his hands and his fingers. Han held his fingers in front of his open mouth, and Luke took them, moaning around them as he cleaned them off. Spit and bits of cum trickled down his mouth as he couldn't contain his groans, and his yellings of Han's name spilling from his lips like an overflowing liquid. Han was gone. The feeling of his lips on his fingers and him clenching around his cock, he came. He came hard inside of him. His cum filled his ass. Luke curled his toes at the feeling. It felt so, so good. He whispered a moan all he had left to muster. Han pulled his fingers from his parted lips and slowly pulled out of him as well. He held Luke close to him, praising him, kissing every inch of his face, saying that he loved him as many times as he could in between moans. Whoa. Oh, my love story. I love you. I love you. I, lo- <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love love. Covered in love. Filled with love. And phlegm. <laughs> so hot. Whew. He rested his hands on his boyfriend's shoulders, gazing into his loving blue eyes that reflected the stars in the sky behind him. Let's say you and me get a drink somewhere. It's starting to get late, and I want to avoid. And I want to invoice. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to invoice whatever's out there. I want to get into the void. And I want to invoice. <laughs> and I want to avoid whatever's out there. <laughs> Han said, getting up and helping Luke to his feet. Luke grabbed Han's hand and interlocked their fingers together, squeezing Han's larger hand tightly. That was one of his little comfort rituals that made him feel safer, and Han would be lying if he said it didn't make him feel the same way. Luke had introduced him to the concept of finding security and assurance in something or someone that wasn't a laser gun or a loaded pistol. Yeah, well. I think I know just the place, Luke said with an eager smile. He quickly remembered the only positive thing coming from his decision to go into town with Ben, a certain chance encounter that had led him back there that day. beep boo doo dee doo No. Quick clarification, uh, was that a character speaking or was that a dingus? (laughs) It was indeed a dingus. (laughs) They walked into the doorway of Mos Eisley Cantina, a place they had not been to in a long time. Luke grabbed Han's hand anxiously tighter as they walked through. Han smiled at this. It was the little things Luke did that always got him. They were being greeted with many stares, as most people were when they entered into the seedy rundown bar. But obviously, they would receive more stares than others. Han nodded in acknowledgement at his old friends and acquaintances he recognized, gave dirty looks and furrowed his brows at the old foes he recognized. 
making snide jokes in whatever galactic tongue they spoke in about how Han had turned from a smuggler to a freedom fighter, jokes that Han did not find funny, and shot even dirtier looks to the stairs being shot their way. Han being used to it, Luke not so much. Some of these motherfuckers have a lot of nerve staring, considering how <laughs> ugly some of them are. <laughs> Sound like a pirate. Pirate. <laughs> Han said bluntly, in a normal tone of voice, whispering didn't exist to Han. If you heard what he said, you heard what he said. It wasn't his problem or prerogative if you were hurt by his frank, devil-may-care way of speaking. Luke laughed at that remark, playfully hitting Han on the shoulder. You can't just say stuff like that. It's rude, he said insincerely. In our apartment, you can sometimes hear different people, like, depending on what's happening. And so one of our neighbors is, like, sometimes louder, and Marco will reply. So I'm, like, in my own home, and I'm, like, shh, you know, like, he'll sneeze, and I'll be, like, bless you. I'm, like, no, no. I do not want them knowing that I can hear them and vice versa. What can they hear about us? Oh, yeah. They probably – God even knows what they hear from you guys. They hear you using your – um, what's that? Cricket. Your cricket, your crafting machine. <laughs> this cricket's so fucking cool. <laughs> it's like those two again. I've got a really good idea for a more drive-by games. <laughs> hey, hey, come over. What do you think of this koozie I cricketed? Koozie <laughs> I cricketed. Uh, um, he used to be embarrassed by those kind of remarks, especially when the person on the receiving end heard them. Now he was only entertained. Han smiled at him. I am rude, and that's one of the many things you love about me, (laughs) he said with a level of confidence only Han Solo could pull off and make look effortless and not a forced act to give the impression of suaveness. Luke said nothing in protest, knowing damn well he was right. They sat at the nearest empty table, the flickering light above them, straining their eyes a bit, but it was going to have to do. You couldn't hope for any better at such a place. They sat at either side of the scraped up and scratched table. Oh, the stories this table could probably tell. Maybe it's in the Ughorn family. (laughs) Furniture. Han was very glad Luke had no idea he'd had a gunfight that ended pretty badly with a certain Rodian he'd like to forget, or was at least doing him a favor and not mentioning it. Another reason he loved Luke so much was that he never gave Han a hard time about his past. He'd never met anyone in his life who could give him the gift of a clean slate. Even Chewbacca brought up unsavory things in passing. It was before I knew you, Luke would always say with a sincere smile. Why would I care? They stared at each other fondly, Han holding both of Luke's small hands in his own, larger one, softly kissing each of his knuckles. Luke always blushing and swooning at Han's affection, and this time was no different. Happy anniversary, sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. One take. I love how rude you are, and I love your raspy voice. Thank you. And my devil-may-care attitude. You know what? It really is coming off very suave. He sat against his warm skin, looking up at him with brown eyes filled with nothing but adoration and love. Luke was a sucker for pet names, too. Han had never cared for them and usually felt ridiculous saying them. If who he was a few years ago had heard the word sweetheart come out of his mouth, genuinely, not in an attempt to seduce someone into bed, he no doubt would have shot himself. But it felt right with Luke. Everything felt right with Luke. Luke made him feel uncomplicated, deep love and fondness he'd never felt for anyone. Cliché felt okay, better than okay, actually. Luke made him feel giddy, made him want to carve their initials into something encased in a heart, L plus H. (laughs) He made him want to do the whole, no, you hang up. (laughs) That's so cute. Immature sorts of things Han would have scoffed at before. Not only did Han love Luke, but he liked him too. It was a weird feeling for him, but a good one. The puppy love never went away. I have a question. That's so cute. If you guys are willing to reveal it, do you have a nickname for your significant other that you – would be willing to share or tell folks? 
I'm not sure why I'm blanking. I must. I oh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Is that a visceral reaction to my own self? I can't live. Do you have one, Allie? <sighs> yeah. You guys do like bubs, right? We do bubs. I don't know why. Bubs. And then for some reason, it started out as bubs for both of us. And now Mac calls me boobs and doesn't realize that it's like the word boobs. He just, it sounds like a term of endearment in our house, but it's just so inappropriate for public. Oh my God. That's so funny. Hey, boobs. would be like, hey, boobs. It's adorable. <laughs> I was telling my sister Meredith that she should, if she gets a dog, she should name it Pino, P-I-N-O-T, like for yeah. wine because she's in wine. But I've I've started calling Puffy like I call obviously call him a million things, but it would be like Puffy P Peen Pino. But then I accidentally would be pluraling Pino, so I'd be like, "Hey Pinos," and Caleb's like, "You're calling him Penis. You're calling our dog Penis. Oh Pinos. Oh no Pinos." When Ellie was asking, "What do you call your significant other?" She was asking, "What do you call Puffy?" Yes, your That's dog. Fun. That's what I meant. So he so. is significant. Danny, do you have anything? dodging this question like it's the force <laughs> i know i feel like i'm i feel like i'm missing something that's going to result in uh dolores breaking up with me but no no i'm kidding <laughs> uh i actually don't think i have it marco has one for me and which is meatball <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i <laughs> i think it's because of my body shape <laughs> No, no, no. It's because you're an appetizer. You're a tasty little treat. Because <laughs> I'm a snack. Yeah, you're a snack. Adorable. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I have one for him. Stay tuned. Spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Han threw his leg up on the table and smiled. A lot has happened since they first met here a year ago. The old saying goes, time flies when you're having fun, and Han could attest to the truth of that statement. Time flew by even faster when you were falling deeply in love, he'd mm-hmm. come to realize as well. But time moved very slowly during a war. It was a difficult thing to explain and even more difficult time to exist within. A lot had changed. The galaxy would never be the same in that long, grueling year. But not much had changed in this place. Same unwelcoming smell, same dusty tables, same light fixtures hanging on by just a wire or two. Same shifty clientele (laughs) only the courageous or the idiotic would ever mess with. I love that word. What? Shifty. Clientele? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, clientele. Mm. Love a good clientele reference. Ooh, great word, <laughs> clientele. Uh, Han sometimes missed. <laughs> what? I guess clientele of all of it. <laughs> oh, is it wire? It's got to be wire. Great love word. that word too. I love it. <laughs> Fucking love it. Uh, Han sometimes missed his old smuggling ways, but times like that shook him from that romanticization. This was no way to live. Sometimes he wanted himself and Luke to forget all of this rebellion nonsense. He'd done a lot of growth, but he had to admit it still was nonsense half the time. And go to a remote island – no, a remote and lawless planet. (laughs) Sort of like Tatooine maybe, (laughs) but with a normal landscape, less associated trauma and one less sun. A planet where Luke could finally relax and Han didn't have to be so law-abiding. Where they could just be happy, where all that would matter would be their love, as cliche as that sounded and how stupid it made Han feel for wanting. So they booked a trip in 2019 to planet (laughs) Earth, (laughs) destined for a finally relaxing vacation. Yeah, they're like, this has got to be pretty good. It's like December of 2019. This place feels chill. Mm, Earth, here we come. (laughs) Even though he knew Luke's beautiful soul and kind conscience could never allow such selfishness, even though Han wished his influence could make that happen. 
But times like this shook him from that because this is what Lawless looked like and this is what Lawless smelled like, like cheap booze, motor oil, death and decay, and whatever the daily special was that day. He was pulled out of his reminiscing and pondering by Luke's adorable giggle. I would tell you to put your foot down, but then I remembered where we are, he said. Han laughed at that. Yeah, true. I can't believe this is where you wanted to go, kid. You know, I would have taken you anywhere you wanted to go. Special anniversary and all. Han reminded. Every anniversary with you is special. Plus, this is sentimental, Luke said with a smile. Really? Nothing about this place strikes me as sentimental, but whatever makes you happy, kid. And that's the episode reminder that kid is just a term of endearment and Luke is of age. He said as he shifted in his seat, you make me the happiest of all, though, Luke confessed with a sincere smile on his lips. And this time it was Han's turn to blush. The end of the ooh, chapter. Ooh, romance. We have two more, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Phew, 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 phew. Ooh. Cute. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Is your saber up or down? Honk. Clientele. <laughs> meatball. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cheryl Boobs and Meatball here to uh, – <laughs> what if that – I confess that I was like, Caleb has started calling me Cheryl. It's true. <laughs> Cher Bear. Uh. <laughs> Well, guys, where land ye sabers? Miss Sabers up. It started off with hot, steamy sex, saber up, followed by intimate dining at a shithole, saber up. So I'm, <laughs> I'm all in. That was awesome. I have to go saber down. I swear to God that I couldn't get past the spitting in the mouth thing. It like is all <laughs> I could think of the entire story. Allie's like just like picturing like the little bit of drooling spit on uh, Luke's lip. Uh, <laughs> Would you share a sucker with Matt. Yes, I would. If you had a lick and he had a lick. Yeah, I would share a sucker with Matt. This is gross, but I've shared a toothbrush with Matt in desperate circumstances. But there's something about taking the saliva and separating it from the object that you're sharing. Just sticking a straw in it. Uh, Oh, boy. Just the, just the, yeah. Woo. Couldn't get over it. So objectively, very steamy, sexy chapter. My saber was personally down for that one moment. Fair, fair, fair. I mean, I wasn't really loving that either. I'd say overall, my saber's up. I think them hanging out at a bar was really fun. Like, I love the sex, but, you know, I'm a plot gal. Um, (laughs) My favorite holes are plots. No. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, I do wonder, though, he's like, we could have gone anywhere. Like, how many restaurants or bars does Tatooine have? (laughs) What is the option? Do you want to go to the French place? Do you want to go to the Mexican stop? Or do you want to go to the cantina? The sandbar. <laughs> Do you want sand, sand, or most cantina? <laughs> well, guys, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We're grateful to Angel Denbora for your um, mm-hmm. steamy, sexy creativity. Yeah, it was awesome. You know, and opening up our world to new moons of sex. So thank you. That's right. Well, sweet. Stay tuned to uh, next week. We're going to come up with a closing slogan, guys, at some point. But it'd be like, stay horny, stay safe. Stay something, San Diego. It should be like uh, a Steve Jobs ripoff. Stay horny, stay foolish. (laughs) Stay horny, stay curious. Okay, we'll figure it out. Bye, guys. Sayonara. For more erotic goodness, join our Patreon, where you can access hundreds of hours of steamy content and bonus episodes from your favorite pop culture fandoms at patreon.com forward slash fangasm. For updates, merch, to join our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. 
for a regular hookup, make sure you subscribe, and if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. 10 points for nice reviews.